This podcast is intended for investment professionals only. It is not for distribution to retail investors. The information provided and the views expressed in this podcast could change and should not be taken as investment advice or forecasts and are not necessarily the views of Premier Mighton. Reference to any stock, fund or investment should not be considered investment recommendations. Past performance is not a guide to future returns and the value of an investment can fall as well as rise. You are listening to the Perspective Series from Premier Mighton, a regular podcast on investment views from Premier Mighton's macro-thematic multi-asset team. I am Anthony Rayner and I'm co-fund manager with David Jane of Premier Mighton's range of macro-thematic multi-asset funds. In this series, we provide our personal views and individual perspectives across a broad range of investment-focused topics based on over 50 years of combined investment experience. One of the frustrations for many investors, especially the fundamentalists, is that markets have been so distorted by central bank actions over recent years that managing money has become a nigh-on impossible task, or at least an unrecognisably different job. In reality, of course, central banks have always decided short-term interest rates. These, in turn, feed through to longer-term interest rates, corporate bonds, equities, currencies, property and commodities, pretty much every financial asset to some degree or another. So we would argue that financial assets have always been manipulated in some way, though the more experimental monetary policy of latter years did take it to a new level. How central bank action can feed through to bond markets and beyond could be seen clearly in recent markets. Over the last year, the Japanese yen has weakened against the US dollar as the interest rate differential between the 10-year US Treasury and the Japanese government bond has grown. Textbook stuff. As interest rate differentials grow, so the higher interest rate currency strengthens. What is also of note is the scale of the move in the US dollar versus the yen, around 30% over the 12 months. This is a depiction of what happens when a hawkish Fed wants to get ahead of US inflation, during a time when the Bank of Japan is keen to maintain the 10-year rate at 0.25%. So central banks continue to drive markets, but importantly, in a very different way to the last 30 years. The wider picture is that economies globally are increasingly marching to their own drumbeat. As rates move higher, so a country's imbalance becomes clearer. For example, higher interest rates bring into focus the degree of fiscal imbalance and specifically the higher cost of government borrowing. This is in stark contrast to the coordinated lower rates that characterise much of the globalisation years and which help to soften the difference between economies and their financial markets. Moreover, what has happened in currency markets isn't just happening in a vacuum. If any major assets moves too quickly, it can cause wider markets to dislocate. Arguably, this hasn't happened yet. However, as the US dollar strengthens, it tightens liquidity globally, and so a stronger US dollar is constraining markets that have been fueled by excess central bank liquidity over recent decades. Of course, there will be a limit to US dollar strength. It might be parity with sterling, and it might be driven by peak inflation, which the market keeps predicting and keeps getting wrong. From a portfolio construction perspective, we deal with currencies in quite a different way to other assets. On the basis that they are very speculative, i.e. difficult to value and often quick to move, we are reluctant to have too much portfolio at risk in a single currency or in non-sterling currencies generally. That said, we have less than usual in sterling at the moment, based on its negative momentum and the relatively poor economic position of the UK versus the US. Of course, one of the benefits of currencies is they're very liquid, and so positions can be changed quickly if need be. Thinking about asset classes more generally, as economies and their monetary and fiscal policy powers diverge, so the opportunities increase for active global multi-asset managers, especially when diversifying portfolios. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode interesting. Look out for other episodes in the Perspective series to find out more about the macrothematic multi-asset funds managed by myself and David. Please visit premiermighton.com slash macrothematic. This podcast has been issued by Premier Mighton Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited. 
which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. A free English language copy of the full prospectus and key investor information document for any Premier Mighton fund mentioned is available on the Premier Mighton website. Visit premiermighton.com.